All right. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Ruthless ST Radio podcast. I am your host, as always, Nick Burnell, the driver of the Ruthless ST. Joining me today is, as always, our, our, my good friend AJ Morrow. Dun, and, da, da, da. and today we actually are joined by Cruising Around Dayton founder uh, Julian Stapleton. Guys, how you doing today? Pretty good, man. Just living the dream. I'm doing pretty good. Cars in the shop once again, guys. AJ, why don't you tell us about that? Okay. All right. You want the Reader's Digest version or you want the full version? Uh, give us the full version for those that haven't been around you for a week. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's just go for it. So I got my car back on Monday. Uh, the transmission had completely grenaded. Uh, the shaft went through the uh, the um, case. So what happened was there was a piece inside the transmission that just kept jostling around, jostling around, and it pretty much ruined the uh, the shaft bearings, and the shaft went through the case, and it wrecked my pressure plate, flywheel, and clutch, and my throwout bearing. So I had all that replaced. I've had the clutch for about a month and a half even my before off. it all had Back happened. Off. So it just kind of was developing, and I didn't get no indicator my lights or anything on. like that. Mike so on. got her back on Monday, drove her just fine all week, didn't have an issue, no overheating problems until Saturday hits. Julian and I and Nick, we decided to like, you know what, let's have a pop-up meet. Okay, pop-up meet it is. I'm down. I just got Jenny back. Let's do this. I'm so for it. So I had myself a co-driver, had everything all planned out. And then Nick right here was like, hey. Stop on by. We'll cruise out together. I'm like, sweet. You got the sticker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's put the sticker on. I'm like, sweet. That was a fun adventure. Yes, it uh, was. So as Christine, my co-driver, was sitting in the car, I left it running while we're putting the sticker on. And uh, the sticker took quite a while to to get the stick on. Um, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't want to stick. I'm, I've never dealt with anything like that in my life. But no. Uh, long story short. So the so it's running, and I get in the car after we get the sticker put on. We're ready to rock and roll. I look down, and my coolant light is on, and it's flashing, and I'm spiked. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so we drive off. I'm like, go, 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 go. We got to get on the road. Got to get on the road. I got I to cool her down by driving and not sitting still. We got to go. Got to go. Got to go. So we made it as far as Moraine. So I pull over. Nick pulls over. Is everything all right? Ah, dude, man, it's yeah, it's it's bad. So, and then after after Nick leaves, he goes on to meet up with Julian, like we intended to. So I'm sitting on the side of Dryden Road, right there in Moraine, right, right at the freaking the, stoplight too. Oof. Right at the stoplight, pulled Oof. off the road far enough, and I'm sitting in the car, <clears throat> and um, a really nice gentleman by the name of Stephen who has a super nice IS-300, and he's like, dude, you okay? I was like, what's up, man? I was like, I'm overheating. He's like, no way. I was like, I was like yeah, I just got her back on Monday, and it's doing this. So, um, you got any water? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, I'm like, dude, it's like super warm. He's like, but it's dry, so the reservoir is bone dry. So I grab a microfiber towel from the boot, pull it out, takes the cap off. I was like, 
I mean, nothing's going to splash on you, so you don't have to worry about that because all the fluid is basically just pissed out of the uh, out of the reservoir, out of the radiator. But at any rate, so he takes the cap off. <clears throat> so he's pumping the water in there. Five bottles of spring water, like ice mountain spring water. So we wait, and then we, we look and we hear it. I'm like, shit. They forgot to tighten down a hose clamp. Are you kidding me? So in in order for the job to be done, it's just like a Volkswagen. You got to remove the whole front bumper, the bumper cover, the bumper. On a Volkswagen, you have to remove the headlights. You got to take the fenders off, the radiator. It's like an Audi, you know. You just got to take the whole front end off just to get to the transmission. It's about a 10-hour process. Um, there's a guy on YouTube, Mod Mini. He actually timed it, took an engine out. It took him an hour. He did it in one hour by just taking it out. That's not just putting it back in. That's just pulling it completely out. Right. You got to drop the subframe. You got to brace the motor. Like it, it's it's a headache job. No wonder it cost twenty four hundred dollars to <laughs> uh, to to do the job. But it was eight hundred fifty dollars for the labor and fifteen hundred for the transmission. So it came out to a grand total of twenty four hundred or twenty three fifty. I rounded up to twenty four hundred. So, yeah. Anyways, it's overheating. Still, I actually get to the car, mate. Everything's fine, you know. Whatever. She cooled down, and then Julian's like, "Well, AJ, what's going on?" I'm like, "You see it. Story of my life." I was gonna say I'm your gonna fan to- was running forever when you finally parked up. It does that. I think I need to change the thermostat. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. But obviously, running dry is no bueno. It's not good. It's not good to run that hot. It made me super, super nervous. So I just was like, damn. Okay. I can't do this. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, dude. I got to get to the shop. So I called my mechanic. We talked to him. Everything's all taken care of. And then we get on the highway. You know, I'm driving just fine. And then all of a sudden, get up to I-70, get off there, right there in Huber. I go to cut the car off, <clears throat> try to start it back up. My service engine soon light comes on. My oil light comes on. I pop the hood. I check the oil. I got people honking at me. I got my hazard lights on. I'm in the turn lane, mind you. You know, people are just so impatient. Like, do you not see my hazard lights? Like, God, people are just so mean. Like, they're so impatient. So I'm sitting there. And she's like, is it going to start? I'm like, we're going to try. I'm just going to let it cool off. So people are looking at me. They're smiling. They're laughing. I don't know if they're laughing at the license plate or the fact that it's a Mini Cooper that looks like it's from the Italian job and it's in distress. So it's a Mini in distress. So we get it started up. You know, we're like, should we pull over? Get close to all night? No, let's just go home. So I back it in. I'm really making this story long. Holy crap. Uh, so back it in, I call, uh, call my mechanic, like, Hey, I have triple A, but I only have one tail left. He's like, dude, I'll cover it. I got it. I'm like, all right, cool. You're bringing a flatbed, right? He's like, he's like, yeah, just, just call the guy. I was like, cool. So I call him. He didn't answer the first time. So I left him a voice message. Didn't give him the address or anything. Just gave him my number, my name, what make a model of the car is and everything like that. So I kept it very short, very sweet. <clears throat> he calls me back. Oh, uh. So you get your guy with the Mini Cooper? I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, well, um, I'm going to bring a tow truck. I'm like, wait, no. A tow truck? 
like with a freaking dolly on it, like the chain? No, no. She belongs on a flatbed. <laughs> He's like, wait, what's wrong with your car? I was like, well, for one, it's leaking coolant, so I'm not starting it up. I'm not driving it to the shop. And two, she's lowered. No, 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 no. I can't. Nope, nope, can't do it. Can't, nope, can't, can't do it. I was like, what's wrong? Can, will you let me finish? It's not lowered like you think. It's properly lowered. It's not hella flush where the tires are completely sideways, bulging out. No, no. It's decently lowered. But you're not bringing a tow truck. I'm sorry. He's like, all right, well, uh, give me a couple hours. Just leave the keys in it. You're going to be home? I'm like, no. I'm going to be drinking and <laughs> eating and enjoying my Saturday because my fun got cut short because somebody forgot to tighten down the hose clamp, which they apologize. They, they feel real bad. Oh, like my, mechanic, my mechanic's in Wyoming right now. Uh, he's got a relative in the hospital, so he had to, he had to run out there and catch a flight. So, Ooh. but uh, pray everything's all right and everything. But uh, yeah, he said if he was home, he would definitely, from a drop of a hat, open up the shop and, <laughs> and get her and done. And tighten your hose clamp real quick. <laughs> tighten my hose clamp because when you're working on a car, you know. I've I've had some really bad mechanics. Julian knows when I had my Integra. I mean, oh, I had a really. Know, we all know my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to go through your car with a fine tooth comb. When you undo something, you have to make sure that it is fully tight. Make sure all your bolts are tight, mm-hmm. all your nuts are screwed on properly. It's it's imperative that you do that. So yeah, that's my story. Yeah, we just, uh, my dad and I actually just finished, we had a C6 Corvette convertible that we were doing a damper swap on, and it's been so cold, we haven't been able to get out in the garage to finish it, because we don't like working wow. in a, we, we don't like working in this 10 degree, 9 degree BS weather. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. We'll stay in the house, and we'll let it sit out there halfway done. Absolutely. <clears throat> well, with it being almost 60 degrees today, um, we we managed to go out there. We just had to put the dampers back in, the the ones we were swapping in. So got that done in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't take us that long, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> got that all done and buttoned up. So that's done. So now my car can go under the knife here uh, in a couple weeks. Awesome. Probably Can't wait. It probably won't be till I get back from Sebring. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm planning on doing this Good Friday weekend because that's a three-day weekend that I don't have to work on Friday, so it gives me an extra day to get in because I'm doing a lot of stuff at the same time. <clears throat> so that nice. gives me an extra day to get it all in, get it all apart, get it done, slam it back together again, and then go on the trip. Sweet. Sounds think, like a plan, dude. I think Good Friday is actually a week before we leave, or the weekend before we leave. Mm-hmm, that it is. I, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. So, and then the, the major break-in miles for that will be um, the the Dragon Slayer, so that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that's we're a, leaving. We're leaving tax day. We are. <laughs> Anybody ever realize that? Uh, well, we're leaving the 16th. Tax day is the 15th. 
That's right. I'm taking off the 15th. That way. <clears throat> yeah, you have to take off on tax day. Yeah, I will be off tax day. So tax weekend. Yeah, so folks out there, get your taxes done. Get your builds done. Get to it. Right? Don't, don't delay. Don't taxes yet. Don't delay. <clears throat> so the week that I get back, the weekend of the of March 26, 27, 28, right? So that weekend, is, that'll put us about three weeks until the Dragon Slayer. So for those out there that are wanting to go on the Dragon Slayer, stay tuned because that particular show, we are doing a deep dive into the manual for the Dragon Slayer. Yes. Um, speaking of the Dragon Slayer and cruising around Dayton, we're a month away from our, our season opener for the year, aren't we? Certainly are. AJ, yes, why do, are. I was going to say, AJ and Julian, why don't you guys uh, talk a little bit about that? All right. Well, we got the season opener coming up. Uh, we did a pop-up meet yesterday, uh, which turned out okay. Not in my favor, but for you guys. Uh, Julian, you want to you wanna tell them about how uh, how it portrayed yesterday as far as the uh, the crews out and the, uh, the organization with you guys going to the Air Force Museum? Uh, we didn't really do too much because, uh, because it was a pop-up. Uh, normally, we'd have people with walkie-talkies, uh, all our uh, moderators there. Uh, and like you, we'd have you there with a working car. I, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, you threw me under oh, the bus. Oh, I knew that was coming. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. I know. With I know. us being a, uh, a month out, you really seen yesterday how many people were uh, were really not ready. You had people mm -hmm. either uh, their battery died. Mm -hmm. What else? Uh, they just uh, wouldn't start. Yeah, the Mustang wouldn't start. Dude had to like rig it with the uh, yeah had to had to. Well, it, he he had to actually manually choke it. Yeah, didn't have it doesn't have an auto it. choke on it. Nope. Um, then this red BMW that was there uh, was having trouble too. I saw that car. I hadn't seen it all. I had uh, that was the first cruise we ever had a uh, we had that problem. Issues like that, yes. Uh, and you could see that it's uh, just being a pop up and being uh, us being able to have this weather that we've been having. Yeah. Oh, the Normally, weather was fantastic yesterday. Oh, it was perfect. You couldn't ask for better weather. I mean, we're going to have some really nice days in the future, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But being February, like, yeah, icing on the cake. While, oh. we're, while we're on the subject of that pop-up, real quick, you know, I went yesterday and I was talking to people. And it's kind of funny because I walked up and was talking to some people and they're like, so you're the guy from the podcast, right? And I said, "Yep, that's me," and they recognized me for my voice. So that was kind. Of, that was kind of cool. I just wanted nice. to throw that out there. I didn't stick around long hey, enough to. Hey, I gotta throw something out there too. <laughs> I meant to say it to you yesterday, uh, Nick. Yeah. But uh, it was my first time getting to meet you in person. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> what I, I, I expected. For some reason uh, in my head, uh, I expected. Uh, a bigger guy. <laughs> well, I used to be a little bigger than I actually am, but, you know. 
<laughs> when I, I actually no man i went oh you go ahead you go no ahead. homo of course no no not at all so actually um when i started my factory job two years ago i weighed 230 pounds and Woo! within about a yeah within about a because well, my previous job was a desk job before that oh my goodness so i yeah, sat at yeah. a desk all day so mm. being that i started at this factory in the middle of june uh and it was hot as hell Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, sweat off about thirty pounds. Oh wow! Yeah, and and that's kind of the weight that I've been maintaining, uh, as far as I know. I don't usually weigh myself very often, uh, to this day. So, <laughs> I had a desk job. I was a uh, route manager slash auditor for a company called Turf Point, which is now bought out by True Green. So I sat at a desk and DoorDashed. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so I fed myself like crazy, <laughs> mm-hmm. sitting at a desk, mm-hmm. you know, That's drinking. what I did do. Like Gatorades <clears throat> or pop, and just. Mm-hmm. So I had to join. I had to join Planet Fitness. Yeah, that's basically what I did, except I got paid to, to be at Planet Fitness all day. But yeah, now I tried to. My uh, job's a lot of cardio. Uh, go to oh yeah. Uh, that uh, undercover fees they like to do mm-hmm. uh, that turned me off. Yeah, the judge I'll go join for ten dollars. Judge freeze. Anyways, anyways, uh, why let, are let's, you? Uh... <laughs> let, let's get back on topic here, guys. So, anyways, yeah, sure. we, we were we were we were discussing the uh, the season opener uh, and that kind of thing. So, mm-hmm. oh, I figured you guys were gonna start talking again. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> Julian. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's at the end of March. Yep. And uh, while we're on that subject, Julian, why don't you uh, tell us all how uh, cruising around Dayton came to be? Well, it's been going on three years now, and uh, at first. Uh, I wasn't even in the car scene. Uh, really? First, I just started attending what uh, was originally called OCE. Uh, I think it was Ohio Car Enthusiasts. Mm. Uh, and then Brandon Sear uh, sometime took over that page. And one day, I don't know even how or why he approached me and wanted some help with it and made me a moderator uh, and then an admin and then it was about a few months later we uh, partnered with Kevin and Go Fast Life and the page went from oh it had a few different names I think uh, I don't even remember a few we'll just say OCE it got changed to Go Fast Life page as it currently is today and then we, uh, from there, we helped uh, start making uh, legendary uh, meat at Toys R Us. I was with Devin to help with do that. Matt, Devin, uh, another Matt. Uh, who else was it? Uh, Douglas, I think that's his name. Will Ever? Yeah, yeah, I think that's his name. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm, the one that's always, uh, not the one with the uh, green Camaro. Isn't that Will? I think he's the uh, lover. I'm not sure what. 
I, I think his name's Doug. I, I don't remember at this point. Mullins, I think is maybe Doug Mullins, maybe. Well, he was one. He he's one of the main group of uh, Go Fast Life at the time. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. I know you're talking about. Well, uh, we had the meet, and then we ended up. I I was still with them. Go Fast Life. And then we had the uh, Land of Illusion meet. And I was mainly, I was helping them out, uh, giving them ideas. And I was, they mainly had me handling the cruise part uh, when they did a few pop-up cruises at the time. And after the Land of Illusion, uh, I, I just wanted to cruise more. Mm-hmm. And uh, being in parking lots all day. I mean, I love the events. They're great events. Um, even uh, the next Go Fast Life, uh, I'll be at. I'm stoked to be a part of it, man. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's it's good, mm-hmm. good, good stuff. Because back in the day, you know, you mentioned Hobart earlier, which we're gonna get to that here in just a little bit. That's part of the negativity <laughs> portion of the show, guys. Yeah. So, oh but, yeah. Uh, then, uh, go back on topic, uh, from there, I, I kind of, uh, just left the group and everything. I go fast life. Uh, there wasn't no like drama or anything to cause. I just, we kind of went our separate ways at the time. No beef. Then about a month or two later, I just wanted to cruise, uh, made an event. Uh, we had probably about 20, 30 cars show up and we did, a. What we'd be doing actually at the season opener today, we actually do it every year. Uh, I call it the L cruise because if you actually look on on a map, it looks like an upside down L. Oh, right on. You going up 75, uh, going to 70, and then going back down 675, it looks like a giant L around the hmm. uh, Dayton area. Yeah. Interesting. So we, we just did that and we started. Doing more events, and so I had more and more people ask about making a group page. Well, probably about the third or fourth event, I just said, heck with it. Uh, let's make a page. Uh, first year, we only had about a few hundred people. Uh, today, we're up to, we just hit over 1,600 members. Wow. Uh, and that's pretty much make it, trying the best we can to make sure it ain't fake accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, extra, uh, just troll accounts. We try to do the best we can there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do a good job of moderating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. We we let some stuff slip, but in the in the meantime, you know, we just kind of. <laughs> I gotta watch your moderate sometimes, AJ. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that one was coming. I, I I will say the the moderator group chat is uh an interesting place to be. Yeah, it is. <laughs> at times. Yep. VIP. Yes. Yes. It's not for the faint at heart. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we have some fun in there, although I'll tell you that. Uh, that we do. <laughs> Again, uh, what I wanted for the group, uh, 
everybody loves driving their cars. That's what they're meant for, is a drive. They're also for showing off. Uh, yeah. To me, there's no better feeling than when you drive in one of these small towns with 15, 20 cars, and you see all the people just watching you go by, wondering why 20, 30 cars coming out of this side street mm-hmm. like this. But normally, you may only see one, two cars an hour. It's like going to a funeral. Oh, yeah, that's what well, I kind of hate to describe it like that. The tra- <laughs> it's it's the traffic aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, should, should we have flags on our car to let people know, like, hey, we're part of this group? Like, Well, so to kind of to kind of add a little bit of – and we'll kind of talk about this because we're going to basically do the – the uh, Dragon Slayer drivers meeting. Um, we're we're gonna do a version of that on the show when we do it. But <clears throat> when we're down south, I'm actually gonna have everybody run with their lights on because that tells everybody. Universally, like. Well, that tells everybody universally that you're in a group. That's fair. And I'm running with my lights on. And when. You're behind somebody, and they're not getting out of your way. You can and and I do this on on the regular. I'll flash my brights, and then if they still decide they want to go slow in front of me, I will just turn my brights on. <laughs> but during the day, it, it it's more annoying than anything else. But that's kind yeah. of the point. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's beside the point. But that's an idea you can maybe try, Julian, to uh. To, to maybe uh, alleviate some of those issues is have everybody run with their lights on. We're not talking daytime running lights. We're talking no. your click. actual headlights. Yes. Yep. Actual headlights and your actual brights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my brights are bright. As are mine. They're HIDs. <laughs> they're they're not exactly dim. <laughs> I have a lot of lights on my car. Uh, yes, you I'm do. actually going to be upgrading. My uh, lights uh, before the trip. I would recommend doing that because if we're down there and it's dark, it is it is the definition of dark as hell. Yep. So. Oh, I know. You, I know. If, I know. If, dark roads. If, if you can make your if you can make it look like daylight in front of your car, then you're already halfway there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, though, we won't be doing any serious driving when we're in the dark. But, you know, that's the goal. We shouldn't be because the time should be changing by then, so. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, we should be pretty good uh, with the time change and everything. We should be arriving from us starting at Payne to getting down the simple life. Well, we'll say around uh, the Tell the Dragon. Getting around the Tell the Dragon yeah. uh, deals gap area about seven and normally after daylight savings times, it, it doesn't get start getting dark probably until about nine. Right, right. Well, that that is definitely an awesome story on how cruising around Dayton came to be. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So I got the information on the season opener right here, Saturday, March 27th, 6 p.m., uh, we usually stick around for like eh, 20, 30 minutes to kind of get everybody all grouped up and everything. So, 
Uh, we have 249 going or interested. So roughly, I mean, anything's possible. Right. Anything is possible. I mean, I, I like a big group of cars. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I thought when we all got on 75 like that, we were all just kind of cruising it as a group. That yeah. was freaking cool. My co-driver was stoked when the Aston Martin pulled up. Like, I think it's like, man, it's the guy, it's the James Bond guy. <laughs> man, you know, I saw that thing roll up and I'm like, no way. That is your freaking book, awesome. Yeah. If, if that car was actually for book, sale too. $44,000 for an Aston Martin. V- yeah. What, V10? I don't know if it was a V10 or a V8, but I mean, an Aston Martin is an Aston Martin. So but if you can afford that car, I'm not saying the price, dude. The price is perfect, but yeah. it's the upkeep. That's what's gonna kill you. Yes, because it's basically two Ford four cylinders bolted mm-hmm. together. Is yeah. what that is. He called me out. He's like, "Why didn't you park next to me?" I was like, "Oh <laughs> yeah, I get it. We're British." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't park next to me because yeah. Stephen was right there. He was wanting to park next to me because that's why he did the little roundabout. Yeah, I wondered. I wondered why yeah. he was kind of rolling yeah. in and rolling out and rolled back mm-hmm. in again. But anyway. Yeah. Cool. So that kind of brings us to our, our next topic. And AJ, you and I were talking about it before we hit the button earlier. Oh, we certainly were. We were and, on a roll. Oh, we were on a roll. And that is negativity in the car scene. And that's whether you get memed on social media, like I, for some reason, have a habit of doing. Uh, every time I post a picture of Ruthless, always gets memed. Always. Um, well, it's a memeable car. I mean, that's well, just clout. I, well, I don't know if it's clout or if they do it to push my buttons, but, like, I always get made fun of because, like, I don't have $18,000. I didn't have $18,000 lying around three years ago. I just I got it. a license plate idea for you. What? Meme. <laughs> that actually that actually sounds like a really good idea. That actually sounds – embrace the meme, right? Embra- embrace, embrace the, the flame. Embrace the flame. That's but, you right. know, we, we have a habit of talking about every time we go to a car meet. You know, this, this always comes up. Uh, it, it It's not just a normal car meet. Or, or, or a normal thing, but we always, you know, in, in various conversations, we always talk about how the takeover scene, dun, which dun, dun. for those of you that don't know what the takeover scene is, basically they go to a parking lot, uh, they post that parking lot's address on social media, and it fills up, and people come in they drift they do burnouts they leave trash everywhere and and it's just bad it's, it's just bad and it, i'm not knocking it but well actually shenanigans I kinda, yes i'm not knocking it but i am and here's why somebody at some point and we, we were talking about this yesterday at the at the when we were meeting up for the the cruise you know Somebody at some point, because somebody is doing all of this, quite frankly, and pardon the French, but this stupid shit at a car meet in a parking lot with no barriers, no basically light poles that you can run into. Uh, Somebody's going to get somebody killed. Yeah, it's flat out dangerous. It is very dangerous, and there's no 
real safety precautions. Like, me personally, I don't go to a, a, a takeover because, for me, like, like, like we were just talking about a minute ago. You know, my car gets memed, I get flamed wherever I go. That's whatever. <laughs> I deal with it. Oh, I yeah, deal it's... with it. Um, do I care? No. Do I care what they say? No. no. Do people want to street race me all the time? Yes. Yeah. I don't know why. Um, my focus is not fast in a straight line. Uh, case in point, Doug DeMiro just did a video on a 2013 Focus ST that's on Cars and Bids right now. Go mm -hmm. buy it. It's 85. It's, last I looked, it was at $8,500. Um, <laughs> but... He said, you know, the 0 to 60 time in this car is 6.1 seconds. It's not fast by any means. At all. Nor do I claim it to be. But it certainly goes around corners flatter than probably your Honda Civic or whatever you're driving. Mm-hmm. Wheelbase. Want, yeah, and if you want to prove it, come to an autocross. Try and prove me wrong. You'll probably lose. Just saying. And if, you, if, if I lose... I'll take my lumps, and I'll shut the hell up. Mm -hmm. But until you come prove me wrong, I'm not going to shut the hell up. <laughs> well, like, like, that's just a thing. But anyways, yeah. you know, these, these takeovers, to get back on topic, they, they don't have any proper barriers or anything. They don't have proper, say, event insurance. And all they're doing... Say, for example, I'm sitting at a board meeting for the Western Ohio region of the SCCA, and we're like, okay, where can we go to find an alternate autocross site mm -hmm. uh, in addition to Killcare? Because not everybody likes running at Killcare. I don't particularly like running at Killcare. Do I anyways because it's pretty much the closest thing to my house? Yes, Con I do. It's convenient. It's, it's very. Close. It's convenient. It's close. I don't have to go bother a buddy of mine to sleep on his couch uh, right there by Trader's World so that I can haul my tires down there and change my tires in his apartment complex parking lot. Yeah. You know, it's one of those kinds of things. Will, will I start doing that probably? Yes. Yes, mm -hmm. I will. But, you know, it's close. It's convenient. You just have to, you know, have your wits about you and, and drive a little different, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. Anyway, mm -hmm. but when the board sits down and says, okay, who can we try, you know, what is a good lot that we can try and go to for an autocross? And, you know, I have these great ideas in my head as to where I've been and, and how big these lots are, but I'm like, oh, wait. We can't go there because Takeover's been there. Yep, they ruined and they've it for ruined everybody. the lot, or or they've made it to the point where you can't approach lot owners, even when we say you know we're licensed, we're insured, all of our members are insured for this sort of thing. It and like Devin and Matt kind of touched on it when we interviewed them a few weeks ago about Absolutely. this. Um. It's really hard to find sites to do anything anymore. Uh, perfect example, in Troy, last night, I went to the meeting at Duke Park, which was a great meet. It was fantastic. The weather was nice, The weather too. was perfect. <laughs> there wasn't a thing falling out of the sky. 
It was a little chilly, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> you know, it was a little on, on the chilled side, but it wasn't bad. It was great. Duke Park was a great parking lot. It was lit. But you had people that came up from Dayton because we didn't filter who we invited. Mm. And I can't believe we got to say we have to filter who we invite yeah. to some of this stuff. Should be like a come one, come all, like well, the and, Barnum and, and, and Bailey Circus. And, and, and don't get me wrong. You know, the car scene is inclusive, right? You bring the clowns. The you clowns bring the clowns, out. clowning is going to ensue. But for mm -hmm. example, I don't mind two-stepping. I don't. Once or <laughs> twice, great. Fine, whatever. Demonstrate that you can shoot flames, whatever. That's not my style. It's like a bad joke. Yes, it's like a very bad joke now. It, it, that you, hear it, it, you hear it one time, that's it. Just stop. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was funny the first time. It was, it was, yes, it was good the first time when you shot a two-foot flame out of your tailpipe. I, again, I don't really see the appeal in that, but, you know, I'm not judging. But when you, when you do that constantly to the point where I can't have a conversation with a dude that's standing two feet from me, Mm -hmm. And we're like huddled over the hood of a car, you know. We're talking about an engine bay, and, and an engine like uh, Logan and I was last night. We were we were all standing around his ST, and we were kind of pointing and stuff and, and talking about stuff, talking about really technical stuff that I really mm -hmm. wanted to listen to. Yep. And we had to stop every so often because you know we as soon as we hear a two step, we stand up, and it's like, oh great, another two step. Let's see where it's coming from. <laughs> and then the cops show up and, and, and don't get me wrong Troy cops they're, they're really nice um, they're, they're, they like us they don't have a problem with us being out because we you know they'd rather us be in a parking lot talking about cars all night than doing drugs or speeding or whatever in their city yep that, that is what I like about meets in Troy they're great I don't go to meets in Springfield anymore because I got treated to a meet in Troy and I got welcomed in with open arms, and I don't even get that in my friggin' town anymore. That's how that's how memed my car is. That's how flamed I am as a person. And, you know, for me to not feel inclusive in a meet that's 10 minutes down the road. Right. You know, and I got to drive to Dayton or Troy, which I don't mind doing. Yeah, I, I really driving. don't mind doing. I I love driving my car. That's why I bought my car. I bought distance. my car and drove the crap out of it. Drive the distance crap out is of it. no issue. No, but there are places in Dayton I won't go after certain hours of the day for obvious reasons. Well, yeah, reasons. that that too for sure. So like when I, when I'm looking for car meets, I'm looking at Huber Heights, mm -hmm. just about anything in Troy I'll go to if it's still if it's after dark, right? So I'm looking at North Dayton, Huber Heights. If it's during the day, oh, I'll go all the way down to freaking Centerville. Almost Middletown's all the a good spot. You know, I haven't been to a Middletown meet yet. I gotta go. I, I want to <clears> go <throat> to Cars and Coffee next week at Oakley's. Horsepower Farm. Yes, is Saturday. I know. It's first and Saturday I, of every month. I'll be there. And I'm, I'm planning. I'm planning on going to that. Um, I'm hopefully gonna take my dad too. But I'm gonna go to that and then probably end up driving to Medina later that day. Because I didn't go, go this weekend, and I should have. But anyways, back on topic. So the cop shows up, and he's like, you got to – there were two of them, actually. Then one went down each each kind of lane uh, that cars were parked. 
and said, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta go. So we relocated to Hobart Arena. And, and, and you know, we've had everything from, we've had the, the Troy mayor come see us at Hobart and say, hey, I don't mind that you're out here, don't ruin the lot. And we say, okay, and we're really good, you know, the, 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 the people that are there on the regular, uh, which is about every other week, mm-hmm. Prestige actually has a meet at, at Hobart. That's their spot. That's uh, their guy. That's their name. Yes, it's Prestige. <clears throat> uh, it's Prestige East Coast, ran yep. by uh, Josh and Lily Smith. Great people, great people to talk to. They're awesome, and, and they put on good meets every, every two weeks. Put on great meets at Hobart. We're there mm-hmm. 11, 12 o'clock at night sometimes, and we're never bothered. No. Because, you know, we're really good about policing ourselves, and, uh, you know, we, hell, we, there's a couple of us that have 10th scale RC cars that we bring out our RC cars and run them in the parking lot. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, I was one of them last year. I took a, I have a original, so it's like 20 years old. Uh, HPI Sprint that I resurrected, and it got one use on the brand new battery that I bought, which kind of oh, sucks. Wow. But I, I plan on taking it out again this year. You know, nice because I like doing other things at car meets than just talking about cars. And every time I would go to the the uh, the Hobart meet, I'm like, man, this parking lot is perfect, mm-hmm. literally perfect for oh, bringing out an RC car. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we have. And la- late last year, uh, either Hobart or the city or somebody uh, got butthurt and posted signs at Hobart that says, well, you have to be there for an event or you have to have approval from the, the city recreational board. There can't be more than five cars here. Loitering is prohibited. The, you know, this, that, and the other. But what I'm assuming happened was that uh, somebody, and this is what I heard, so this is hearsay, but what I heard was that somebody came up, and they had just redone this parking lot. That's why it's so nice. They had just redone the lot last year, or a year before. Oh, it's beautiful. I oh, love it's it. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's and, so nice uh, to and, drive on. And, and somebody, what I heard was somebody had come up and done donuts in the parking lot. Yep. And, and, and that's when those signs went up, and I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Who do we point the finger at? Takeover. Well, I don't necessarily point the finger at Takeover because I don't know if it was a Takeover person that did it, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me one bit. I wouldn't because because <laughs> when we when certain meets get posted, they get posted to pages that go out to the wider area as opposed to just our net of people, right? Mm -hmm. Which, and don't get me wrong, the majority of people that were there last night, uh, both at Hobart and at Duke Park, and at Mm -hmm. meets in general, right? I'm not singling out these two meets. This happens at meets in general. This happened last year at Hobart. Me and and another guy were, were watching a guy pull out and literally, he went down to the other end of the parking lot, did some donuts, and I about took off running down the parking lot because I was going to pull him out of his car and be like, really? Mm-hmm. You really want to get the cops called on all of us for something stupid that you did? Really? 
that is definitely not the way to handle yourself. Right. Um, and we would have done that too. We would have done that because that is dangerous. That is mm. no, no, yep. no, 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 no. So I'm not saying that this is, you know, this isn't an isolated incident. I'm not saying right. that. I'm also not saying that the majority of meats that are in the area and around the country are bad. No, I'm not saying that at all. Actually, quite the opposite, because sometimes these meats are for... Like, if I didn't start going to car meats, this wouldn't exist. Right? This whole thing, this 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 whole brand that I've built, the, the, the show... Go Fast Life's podcast probably wouldn't exist. Shout out to those guys, by the way. Go listen to their show. It's awesome. Um, free plug. Yes, free plug. Devin, you can thank me later. <laughs> um, but, you know, stuff like this just wouldn't exist if it weren't for guys like me that said, you know what? I think the car scene needs this. And sure, there's guys like Vinwicky, like Ed, that tell everybody's stories, but... Oh, those are great. They're, and they are. They're fantastic. But without real car enthusiasts and people that are respectable, respectable and, you know, people that, like, a, 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 a kind of socially inept guy like me can walk up and talk to and, and just start bullshitting. Right. You know. There's certain boundaries that you can cross, but don't take it too far because right. if you do, you're just gonna hurt someone. Gonna, right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, there could be a little kid like sitting there, you know, like watching the cars mm -hmm. and like just walking around and some douche nozzle decides to like, you know, scare the crap out of the little kid. Exactly. You know, kids exactly. like that kind of stuff, but if you're gonna do it, like do it in a manner where you're not like surrounded by a lot of people and a lot of cars because if my car gets hit oh yeah it's yeah oh, you're done that's that's yeah that's why yeah. i don't do that kind of thing that's why i that's why i leave it on the track where it belongs mm -hmm. and, and you know every time i get trolled i say you know what like like, like every time i get called out to go run them uh i you know i say all right I'll be at this place at this time doing this. You want to mm -hmm. come run me? Try and beat my time. There you go. Now, I'm not saying I'm the best, you know, autocrosser in the world. Oh, hell no. Right. Hell no. Mm -mm. There's people... You're no Mario Andretti. No. There's people way <laughs> better than me. And I'm, I'm not denying Foyt, that. But I'm not AJ Foyt. Right. <laughs> but, but like, there, there's people that are way better than me in skill level and have been doing this longer. Yeah. But me compared to you guys, oh, bring it on. At least you try. Right. At least you yeah. try. You gave it your all. You gave it your best. But, you know, th there's there's ways to do that sort of thing and be respectable to meet as opposed to doing that and, and just obliterating your reputation and, and obliterating any chance at, you know, any legitimate car scene being a thing. Yeah, don't and, be a douche. And, and this isn't this isn't in uh this isn't just in Dayton or in Southwest Ohio. You know, I'm a, I'm friends with a couple people that are in other states, one of them in Georgia, specifically Atlanta. And she had just posted, she's a fellow Focus ST driver. So that's kind of how I know her. Um, 
But she just posted. She was like, you know, ATL is cracking down on exhausts now, from what I've heard. Thank God I have a cutout. You know, and I posted, thank God I don't live in Georgia. Not that mm-hmm. it matters to me. I have both cats. I have the resonator and the muffler for now. But the point is, you know, we, we were talking about it. We were talking about how takeovers are, are extremely bad for the scene. And it's not it's not a uh it's it, it's not a, a rub necessarily, but the fact that takeovers exist the fact that takeovers exist makes the rest of the car scene end up going back on its heels because now we got to watch out for, you know, this person or this person that think they can do whatever they want in a parking lot. Yep. And we shouldn't have to do that. Right. We shouldn't have to do that. You know, we preach positivity on this show. Absolutely, we, we, we but this preach... is a negative Right. This, this is this is kind of a. I don't mean to sound like a Debbie Downer. I really don't. No. And, and we're going to talk about why the car scene is good here in a second to to kind of counteract that. But we're going to talk. We, we're we're not being Debbie Downers on purpose. We're being Debbie Downers because this is a Debbie Downer topic, and I don't want things like the car scene to go away. Right. You know, and I actually just on my phone just now read a comment from Devin. Hey, we need to do another show soon. Sweet. Which is awesome. So, which probably means I'll end up going over there and plugging my show, which is fine. Yeehaw. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, it's, uh. it, you know, it's guys like Devin mm-hmm. that and, – and guys like us. Yes. That pave the way for other things in the car scene. That's right. Like, like if this show didn't exist – like I said earlier, I don't think Go Fast Life would have started their podcast as soon as they did. Exactly. Because, you know, and, and I always tout this. I tell everybody we interview, I say this is a low-buck show. It's, uh, you know, I hit the record button and we go uh, and we talk for however long we talk and then it goes out on onto on whatever. You know, I, I, I'm a guy of action. I, I'm no audio engineer, so I don't have time to learn the fluff we record every week and it goes out if people listen to it great if i'm talking to dead ears great because guess what at least somebody's gonna listen to it maybe somewhere and be like hey i could do that mm-hmm. and then it adds depth to their car scene and if yep. if if that's the one one effect that i have on people then great that's awesome or you know it, it we talk about autocross a lot on this show, mainly because I I do autocross and I definitely recommend other people do autocross. Not because, not necessarily because it's fun, because it is. Not necessarily because it's safer than say a takeover, because <laughs> it is. But because it's so it, it adds depth to to the car scene to the car experience. Properly organized. Yes. It's not a yes. wing it type of thing like we're doing on this show. So takeovers happen. They go to the location. They screw up. They go to the next they one. They go to it's the like, next one and the next one and the next one. And every but it's time, like, and every yeah. time they notch off a parking lot. Yep. They you know they've notched off all of the potential parking lots for something like Go Fast Life or War. 
to go to. Right. It's it's it it it's got to stop. Yep, it's got to. It's got to stop because it's going to ruin all the all the good spots. Yes. They go to all the good spots. Yes. Stay uh, in one place and stay in one place only. You know, go to go to Meyer on Harshman. We don't give crap. Just go there. Well, we do because over. somebody's going to buy it eventually, and <clears throat> if somebody buys it eventually, we want to be able to approach them and say, "Hey," because that Meyer on Harshman doesn't have any uh, lights in it either. Somebody already took down the uh, the cement blocks and actually made it their own little like uh, drift slash uh-huh. takeover thing. Uh huh. Yeah. I yeah. I read about that. I was like, but somebody actually, if somebody would, you know, talk to the city of Riverside and be like, Hey, you know, I'm this investor. I'm like, I have a lot of money. I have a business. Okay. But I also want to bring in the car community. You know, know? there was a, there was a, a comment. I think it was on, uh, I actually think it was on Evan's Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, that said, you know, everybody in the car scene needs to chip in and buy that Meyer lot on Harshman. Absolutely. And I Start said, yeah, that'd be great because then we could say, look, here's a place where you can go, mm-hmm. and as long as you don't rip up the damn lot right. once it's redone, right? Here's a place where you can go. You can have autocrosses there. You can have car shows there. You can have meets there. We don't hoon. care. You can hoon. Just don't rip up the damn parking lot and don't get yeah. the cops called on you. That's it. That's going to be a prerequisite. You know, don't get the cops called on you to the point where the cops come out and kick you out because then that will give us all a bad look. Riverside will then hate us. And I'm sorry, I don't feel like being hated by a whole city. Right. You know, there's talks about – there was talks about the Austin Landing meet from last year that got shut down, the pop-up. Um, that got shut down, and now okay. Dayton Cars and Coffee has to find a new spot again. They have a new owner, so he's not all about the whole car scene. Right. And... So they got to find a new spot again, and I heard I – heard, rumblings i don't know if it's true or not but i've heard rumblings they're gonna go back to the green wow yeah i've heard but that it's huge i like, i don't i don't know how true it is but i've heard that horsepower farm is perfect right because it's, it's huge big open, yeah it's a big open space oh it's huge and i'm sure i'm sure opie would love to have the cars and coffee oh, opie loves <laughs> to have people over and you know, even when you go to the car meet, it's for all kids, right. you know, of all ages, moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, just all walks of life. Right. Nobody and, and, judges anybody. We just, you know, we just show up, have a good time, and, and you then know people what? stick around after. And, and you know what? That's not just that meet. That's most meets. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like uh, cruising around Dayton. You know, Julian and and we put on our all of our events that I've seen. You know, everyone welcome. Doesn't matter what you're driving. Come on out, join us, have a good time. That's what this is here for. Yep. You know, and, and that in and of itself is a great way to do it. So, you know, I don't see why. Um, I don't see why that can be a thing across the entire car scene. I really don't. Uh, 
But that's kind of where I'm going to get off my soapbox because if we keep talking about it, uh, <laughs> I'll be on my soapbox forever, and it won't be. It will not end up very well. Mm-hmm. Get your blood boiling. Get your yeah blood pressure going. Yeah. So these last couple minutes of the show, we're kind of winding down here. We're going to talk about what we've got going on for the next couple weeks. Um, and AJ was supposed to run today's show, but I did most of the talking again, like I always do. <laughs> I started out in the beginning. I told my story. You did. You did. You know, that was good. <laughs> so next week, we have a, a plethora of people coming on that uh, – so, so, you know, we all know that I drive a Focus ST, uh, and I'm – Definitely a member of some of the uh, the ST and RS uh, grassroots uh, racing groups. And there is one that I'm a part of that has a group chat on Facebook. And, you know, we have healthy conversations in there almost nightly. And it, it's fan-freaking-tastic. And, and, you know, I came up with the idea about a month ago. We were, we were talking about – we were debating uh, – Suspension spring rates, I think is what it was. And we were getting into the, the nitty-gritty and technical stuff, and I said, this is way above my this is way above my pay grade, but I want to know more. So we, we were talking about it, and we were talking about, you know, how different spring rates affect your car differently and, and what you need to be able to achieve maximum mechanical grip and this, that, and the other. It was great conversation. Well... Me being me and the awesome person that I am, we are going to bring that conversation here onto the show, and we are going to sit down. Uh, I've got a plethora of awesome people coming. I've got Hero Chavez. I've got Aaron Doherty, who's actually on YouTube as uh, Track Mode STR. I've got Allie Woodford, and I've got... Nick Carl, I think, coming on next week. Nick Carl's kind of interesting because he actually helps Fortunato develop some of their stuff. Oh, right on. Uh, including 500 and 510s, and he's kind of their – he's a little bit of their research and development guy too. So great plethora of knowledge. Uh, Allie Woodford uh, is big into uh, engine mounts for these cars for STs and RSs. Uh, her company, uh, AWR Racing, makes mounts, makes – if there's a big enough market, they'll make it, uh, makes cages, does spec Miata stuff. Awesome person to talk to. Um, and this is just the first one of these panel shows we're going to do. We're going to do these every so often, probably once every month, month and a half, as everybody's racing schedule allows. Definitely in the offseason, we'll probably be able to do once every, every month, and we'll be able to schedule that a little better. But these first few are going to be kind of, few and far between i have a feeling because everybody's out racing and enjoying their cars but we're gonna come on and we're gonna talk about uh different topics uh we're gonna talk about okay so you have an st you ran it for say uh four or five events in gs you're ready to move out of gs where do you go or hs if you're in a fiesta stuff like that but what we're talking about won't be – I mean it, the applications that we're talking about are STNRS specific, yes. But the concepts that we're going to be discussing and the topics that we're going to talk about can be applied to other platforms, whether they're front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive, whatever. So definitely tune into that. 
A um, couple weeks after that, uh, we're, we're looking at middle of March at this point, uh, I will be down in Florida for the Sebring uh, 12-hour race. Uh, so be on the lookout for a little bit of content from that. That'll be kind of a off-week release. I might give AJ the week off for that. <laughs> Actually, I probably will. I'll probably will. I probably will give you the week off because I'm trying to line something up. I'm not willing to say what it is yet. Okay. AJ kind of already knows what it is, but I'm yeah. not willing to go public with it yet because it's not set in stone. So mm-hmm. I'm working on something for that. The weekend after I get back from Sebring, we'll have Julian come back on the show, and uh, we'll be talking about the Dragon Slayer rally that we're planning. Uh, we'll be doing the We'll be going over what I'm going to go over in the driver's meeting the morning that we leave uh, so that everybody won't be – they'll have a copy of it that isn't – so they don't have to necessarily pay attention and be completely brain dead at 6.30 in the morning. But I'm sure everybody will pay attention anyways. Um, But we'll go over the manual. We'll go over kind of the schedule of events for that. Uh, And those are the really big shows that I've got coming up. Uh, And, of course, you know – we always like topic submissions. You know, hit up AJ, hit up myself. Uh, you can email up, email me at burnoutfamilymotorsports@gmail.com. Shoot us topic recommendations, and we'll we'll try and come up with them on the show and see if we can fit them in. Uh, for Julian Stapleton, uh, founding member of Cruising Around Dayton, for AJ and myself, this has been the Ruthless ST Radio Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys.